This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to another edition of 360 Biz. My name is Tseho Kekana. I am rolling with Bulalani, who's running slightly late, but they say um, entrepreneurs are never late, they're delayed, or something like that. Um, he will be joining us very soon. Unfortunately, he's in Cape Town, but we will be running the show. We just played Sozuba Lit by Casper Nyovest. And the reason we played that song is because we are celebrating Youth Month. And um, it's all about young people. It's all about young people who are changing the game in our country. And today we are talking to fabulous, powerful young people that are changing um, the, the entrepreneurship landscape. And we're going to talk about young game changers. So be with us. Stick with us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is 360BizShow. So our topic Today is Young Game Changers in celebration of Youth Month. So considering the depressed state of the formal job market in Africa, it's a good thing that more and more youth in sub-Saharan Africa are looking to entrepreneurship to secure their future. Young people on the continent are more upbeat about their ability to become entrepreneurs than their peers in any other region in the world. This was according to a global study that was conducted. As many as 60% of 18 to 34-year-olds on the continent who took part in this um, in this study were optimistic about the availability of good business op- opportunities and believed they had the skills and knowledge to start a business. While South Africa is considered an entrepreneurial leader in sub-Saharan Africa, its weakest link in terms of its entrepreneurial ecosystem is startup skills. So this possesses the questions, what skills and local youth, what skills can local youth be taught in order to improve their appetite of entrepreneurship? So earlier later, earlier, um, last year in 2017, Stats South Africa released the latest results of its quarterly labor force survey for the first quarter of 2017, which showed that apart from the overall unemployment rate reaching a 13 year high of 27.7%, the youth unemployment rate also increased to 38.6%. And the sharp increase in unemployment is testament to the lack of startup skills in the country and calls for an even more focused approach to building an entrepreneurial ethos ethos from grassroots level. So that tells us that um, in South Africa, uh, entrepreneurship, especially in schools level, is not seen as a career choice. But in South Africa today, we have seen a number of young people going in that path of wanting to start their own businesses. And, 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 and today... <coughs> And and these entrepreneurs are also opting as entrepreneurship as a career choice. So today we have some of these young people because today young people are becoming game changers. They're becoming tra- they're becoming trend centers. Trends. Ooh, my English today. Trend setters. <laughs> they're becoming trend setters, especially in the entrepreneurial space. I am so excited to welcome our guests today. Um, I've seen some of the work that they do. I've read their profiles. I believe that it's it's the, you, the pe- people like you who are going to take um, entrepreneurship by storm. So I welcome I welcome you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just going to take an opportunity. Um, I would love for you guys to introduce yourself. Um, tell us what you do and um, what. How would you define yourself as a game changer? I will start with you, Tebo. Okay, no, it's Tepo actually. Oh, Tepo, um, my <laughs> No, thanks. Uh, my name is Tepo Musiedi. I'm the founder and managing director of TMMBS Accountants. Um, at TMMBS, we offer accounting, auditing, um, advisory, and taxation services. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Malituma Madie. Most people call me Dumi. I am uh, founder of Basuto Heart Craft Ginger Beer. And basically, ours is a manufacturing company that brings you the traditional chamere that your grand used to make. Mm. We bring it to you in a sexy package, and we allow you to see just how versatile chamere can be. Thank you. Uh, look, my name is Blaine Joseph, entrepreneur, business owner, multiple business, forex trader as well, just to throw that in. <laughs> they are nice people in that world, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> we'll talk about that. We will. We can. We can get into that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's basically what I do. Um, Thirty-three years old. I'm I'm decently successful, but I want more. Oh, nice. I need more. Oh, nice. 
Thank you, Seho. Morning, Seho, and your listeners. Well, afternoon, afternoon. now. Uh, my name is Vuki Lamini, the King Kong of public speaking, trainer, facilitator, uh, coach, and investor, business person as well. And I, I just, I just speak. I just speak. That's Introduce yourself again. Introduce. There's something we were supposed to do, we just didn't do it. Introduce yourself again. Introduce myself yes. again. I would have walked out of here if you guys didn't do that, I swear. Thank you for having welcome, us. Welcome, welcome guys. I'm so excited. Um, Bulelani is here. I'm happy that I'm not rolling solo. Please come say hi. Please come say hi, Bulelani. <laughs> Hello everybody. Seth was running the desk today. <laughs> well, we, we, we are talking about young people in business, young people who are changing the game, who are setting trends in, 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 in the, in, in the business world. And I just want to start with, um, the lady in the house. You run a Hemera business. That's a traditional drink, you know, that we, we, we normally have it, Komasong, and, um, in, in weddings and all of that. How do you tell us a bit about your business? Okay, so actually we started off just as people who were thinking. So we started off as three of us, myself and and two of my cousins. And the reason we started our business at all is because we would go to the markets, the cool markets, and and look around and say, listen, everything is here except for the stuff that we like from home. So we don't see Khamera, we don't see Maukwenya. I think we could do it. So we started off cooking and making khamere, but we found that people really liked the ginger beer. And what surprised us is it wasn't just people our age. It wasn't just people our race even. It just seems to to really resonate with a lot of people and people get that sense of home from it. So we then decided that we are, we are going to focus on the ginger beer, bottle it, and just try to make it as Widely available as possible And so Basutu Heart was born um, From that point onwards We've basically then been Just trying to have have It available as, as far as we can um, But also just Show people that it doesn't have to wait Until the next funeral For you to have ginger beer It is something that By the way guys goes very well With gin and a little uh, Lime so Thank you for the help You're welcome <laughs> So this is something you can have when you're having people over. You can um, have it in a nice cocktail glass. You can add bubbles to it. So it can be sexy as well. It doesn't have to wait until Gran makes it and then that's the only time you have it. So that's how we have basically found our love for ginger beer and that's how we've um, pitched it to everybody that we've come across. And so far, I think it has been very well received. (coughs) I love your packaging, by the way. Thank Was there you. a reason why you chose? Um, because uh, maybe, maybe for our listeners, it's it's bottled in a what looks like a beer bottle, um, with the uh, a, a, a lid that looks like a beer. So, is there a reason why you use that particular packaging? So, um, it wasn't necessarily because it looks like a beer bottle so much as a lot of. The people we supply are conscious of the environment. So the idea of a glass bottle was appealing to them. Uh, it is recyclable. We do offer plastic bottles as well, especially for concerts where you're not allowed to bring glass. The plastic bottle is also ideal because it does have a, a lid which you can open and close. So we basically do offer the option to people who buy from us, but we have found that people just are drawn to this beer bottle. We had to put a sign that says alcohol free because we had, mm. you know, people asking about it. But other than that, people do view it as, as quite a nice looking uh, packaging and we also quite liked it because the color of the ginger beer and the brown bottle just goes very well together. Yeah. So I love I love how you say um, you've made you've made ginger beer look sexy. And I think there are some businesses that don't necessarily and I'm coming to you, Teppo, that don't necessarily sound sexy. So tell us a bit about your business, Teppo, and um, do you think 
you've made your business sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think so, hey. Um, so basically what we do is accounting services. Any business needs accounting services. So we, we also offer taxation advisory and, uh, also mm. auditing services. Tax so now, tax season is, is coming, <laughs> uh, yeah. is, is, is coming now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, for companies, it was, it was end of, 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 um, February. So a lot of clients, they need to prepare their financial statement and submit their returns. So there is a market. And, uh, for us, it's just that, um, um, most of the, the, the accounting firms that are in the field are owned by, uh, you know, um, European people. So for us, it's a different thing. We're trying to, like, um, build an African-owned accounting firm that will give opportunities to other black accountants so that they can not only become employees, but they can also become associate partners in the firm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, we might be needing your services soon, so um, you get an opportunity to just tell us your details and where people can find you. Yes, but we'll talk about that. Blaine, let's come to you. Thank you, Mr. Forex Trader. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. Tell us a bit about what you do. Uh, look, my 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 day compromises of a lot. As I said, like I own multiple companies. I have a cleaning company. I have a men's boutique. I have I own a forex company as well. I'm I'm busy with property management, so there's a lot to my day. But I, I think for the most part, what's been keeping me busy for the last two years is forex. You know, this is my this is my ninth year of trading now, six years successful. And I hope people heard that mm. there, meaning mm. that the first three years are the worst. And and the only reason why I, I forced the issue that it has to work was because I believed in it. You know, it was three years of losing money, continuously losing money. It, it was never, never a, a situation whereby every month was the same. You know, Forex is something that's viewed as a, it has a negative connotation in South Africa. Um, and I think it, 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 it's because of the type of people that pushed it forward initially, the type of people that took advantage of others, but we're not all like that. Some of us have real stories. It's mm. not easy, but we made it work. Mm-mm. But how how do you make it work We're amongst like all of the, these businesses that you have to to tackle? How do you make it work? Um, I just have to. There's people relying on me. You know, mm. uh, I have a, a full staff. Like if you look at the staff across all boards, there's many people that are working underneath me. And if, if I slow down or if I stop and I start slacking, they're going to suffer. Mm. So it's not just about myself. Like I need to make sure that I push myself not only for my dreams and my visions, but to ensure that they have something at the end of the month. That's what is important. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Ish. Yeah, no, I actually want to start this discussion. Vuki, mm. uh, <laughs> let's talk. Let's get to you. Just tell us what you do. You tell us about your business. So I'm on who believes that, you know, those with an ability have a responsibility, you know. Um, those who can must, I can, therefore I am. So if you have an ability, you have a responsibility to that ability. And people don't understand that you can actually take your, your ability, any ability as a matter of fact, and let it become firstly your talent and then let it become your revenue stream. So people don't know how to take what they are able to do and have it pay them. Now, as I said, I'm a public speaker, I'm a trainer, I'm a facilitator. So I'm the guy who says, look, I'm able to convince people of stuff. So I don't necessarily want to go into sales, but I do also like motivating people. So how do I now take my ability, make it a craft that is going to be not, 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 not what everybody is doing right now. You know, you get a lot of people that are, that are motivational speakers that come through and they spew a whole lot of cliches. If you can dream it, you can achieve it, work hard. And there's a whole lot of that. And one of the things that I wanted to do when I started off was, or one of the things that I asked myself was, what is going to be so different about me? So I, I'm, I'm a reference point when it comes to you can, you can use what you are able to do to have it pay you. So, like I said, I've, I've, I've done, you know, I do a lot of training. So I come into a company and I'll, I'll sort of ghost walk inside there and I'll look for whatever holes and problems that there are, especially when it comes to service driven organizations. And I will then go back to the bosses and say, listen, this is what I have found in your organization, especially when it comes to demoralized staff and staff that isn't, um, giving quality, uh, uh, you know, service delivery. And then I will come back and find a way to have it work for me in the way of pitching some way to to uh, inspire 
you know, increase staff performance. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. Bulelani, we have um, we have an accountant. Am I correct? That's yes. Correct. Uh, we we have a lady who's the founder of um, uh, Basoto Heart, which is a hemere business. And we have Blade, who is who is a triple threat, a master of <laughs> all things, <laughs> forex trader, cleaning business. You know, he does a lot. I kind of you call these entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs, I think. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then and then we have Vukid Lamin, who's using his talent to make money. Um, what what's your take on this? Um. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Again, no man. I just find it. I just find it so inspiring because, I mean, as a young person myself, um, it's always great running, coming across other young people that are doing stuff. And I think in this particular month, this month for me has always been a month that acts as a springing board to inspire as many young people as possible. Um, I always tell people. I think I've been telling people the past couple of days that Youth Month is actually Youth Month is is a symbolism in a sense, mm-hmm. and it's a novelty. Yes, but it actually happens every day because you're young every day. Absolutely, you know? yeah. But uh, unfortunately, we cannot run away from the fact that in this particular country, it's it's given edification in these thirty or thirty-one days. So having these stories and publishing more of these stories becomes essential, so that to the black child, so that they know that it's possible and they can go out there and do it. So I'm just inspired today. I mean, by the amazing stories from Khmer, uh, I mean, to the gentle brother that are doing amazing things. Mm. And I think it speaks of the black narrative and the black story, which we don't hear a lot of. And it's all masked in people wanting to um, consume aspirant brands that are European, that are, mm. that are that are foreign, that are German, that are whatever, when there are so many black people with black stories, with black creativity that could be creating amazing African mm. stuff. So I'm here. I'm just watching. Don't bring it. To <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring it. To the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it to the mic. Um, so we we uh, my my topic for today basically that I want to talk about is um, how young people are changing the game. And the thing is, um, in the introduction where I said that there's we are seeing. Um, in the grassroots system, in the school system, entrepreneurship is not really taught. Um, we are taught that, you know, you need maths and science in order for you to be an accountant. You, you need, um, to study history in order for you to be whatever. Um, you need to do technical work in order for you to be an architect one day. Um, you need to have uh, good English and Afrikaans marks, language marks, in order for you to be in the business of communication. So we are trained from a young age. We are trained to be in the corporate sector. We were not trained to be in the entrepreneurship sector. We're not trained to run our own businesses and start our own businesses. What journeys did you guys have to take in order for you to start your businesses, especially coming from school? Mm. You know, did you have to go into tertiary to study a certain thing? Um, Tepo, probably you did, I don't know, um, in order for you guys to be where you are. And what's your take on, on, on especially the school system currently? Um, anyone can answer that. Um, okay. So I think, in addition to what you mentioned, Teho, about about the school system and how, you know, we don't really talk about business much, I find that the schools do teach us to, to frown upon failure quite a bit. Um, it's a competitive uh, environment, but it doesn't it doesn't teach you that it's okay to fail. Um, you know, recover from it, recover fast, and this is something that you then learn. Uh, later in life when you're now uh, in business or you or you or you crush and burn when when that happens to you because at school you know if you don't get 50% it's a problem it's it's frowned upon so i think that's one of the areas maybe that 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 our schooling system uh, can always uh, improve upon uh for myself i think one of the the things that you will have to learn is people do um you know People are nice and, and they'll say nice things, but in, in business, really, you, you need to have a lot of uh, guts and you, you need to be able to follow up and you need to be able to, you know, say no one to say no, no one to say yes. And, and, and from an educational perspective as well, the contracts and things like that, that you, you just need to learn. So I think those are, uh, are kind of missing links, which I have experienced and many of us have experienced the hard way that you may find that um, you have a good business and 
business orders are coming, but you don't know how to manage them, or you don't know that just because somebody has ordered, they're not going to pay, or they're not going to pay on time, what do you do? So these are things that you don't always learn. Maybe maybe if you do your MBA or, or you know you, you do a business course, you might learn those, but um, it's not taught, and it's not it doesn't occur naturally to us. So those are the challenges I think that we face. Um, the, the, the easy part is almost just to, to sell to somebody and have them say yes, but there's a lot that comes with it after the after you know you put the phone down and and there's a lot of admin that you need to learn how to navigate mm, mm, mm. and I'm, I'm actually quite in agreement with you you know when you're in school to, to some extent so so understand what i'm saying right the the education system is sort of almost in contradiction to the values that are required to be an entrepreneur mm. so like you say you cannot fail. You understand? And entrepreneurship is failure is a part of this journey. Yep. Right? It's going to take some time in entrepreneurship. In school, dude, you only have a year for grade 8. You only have a year for grade 9. You only have a year. And if you don't do well, if you don't perform well, you have to start all over again. And that start all over again is, a, is something that is ridiculed. You understand? It's not a, okay, look, let's try again. It's you didn't do well enough, so go back. Do you understand? So there's, there's, there's quite a contradiction when it comes to the values and, and the requirements. And I suppose you know that chutzpah of being an entrepreneur. Man, like you said, it was, it was what, nine years? And you've only been successful for six? Mm. So you had to sort of grind it out for the first three months? Well, sorry, three, three years. years. Hey, guys, my mm. calculations is eight. Three years. Things. You know, we have an so, accountant in our. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So it's almost in direct contradiction. But don't get me wrong. Education is absolutely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Education is fundamental. But knowledge and the application of that knowledge is so much more important for me. Yeah. You understand? I'm a guy who came from an IT background. By IT background, I'm using the back as emphasis because I left it way back there. I haven't mm. used IT since the day that I graduated from varsity. Mm. I can barely fix my phone today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? And it, it, it's like, it's like you're saying, you know, you, you, you trained to go and want a job first mm. and foremost. Mm. You're not trained to, okay. Now, once you get into IT, here are the business opportunities in IT. Mm. It's these are the jobs that you can get in IT, not here are the business opportunities. So they tell you that you can go and work for KPMG, accountant. You can go and work for this and that. They don't tell you that, okay, once you are done with all of this knowledge, this is what you can get. The qualification, it will qualify you for attraction from those companies. However, the knowledge that you accumulate will qualify you for the entrepreneurship. Yeah. Mm. Um, just to add on that, mm. I, uh, I just want to touch on this. I feel like also at home, like parents to, should encourage um, their kids to start mm. business at an early mm. age. Um, my story is different. I started age 16, I started business. I was doing dustbin cleaning and I was in grade 11. So for me, since then, doing dustbin cleaning, I fell in love with entrepreneurship because I would do per day, I would charge maybe like 10 rand for one dustbin. So I would do 25 dustbins, which is like 250. Mm. So a day, I used to make 250 rands and I was in grade 11. So month end, I used to collect around your 1,000 or 1,500. That was my max. So from there, I told myself, yes, I'm going to school because I'm good in accounting. And obviously, I have an accounting background because I used to work on the side with my my uncle who's, a, who's, a, who's an accountant. So it was that thing. Once I, I graduate, I'm going into business. Whether I fail or not, I know business will make me a lot of money. So I feel like parents should also encourage kids to start in an early age. Yeah. And I'm almost tempted. And I'm almost tempted to ask. I thought you said we shouldn't call you to it's the mic. Yes, I'm tempted now. <laughs> Temptation. These are great and amazing stories. And I think maybe I'm sorry to to to, to hijack, but um, did you get support um, from family and friends? And how, or rather, maybe let me phrase the question as: How important is it 
for family <coughs> to participate in supporting entrepreneurship because I know with when I started doing business my mother was for the first four years she was like close this thing my man thing is not making money you always walk away time. walk away <laughs> somewhere and I mm. kind of understand it now yeah. that she wasn't necessarily being yes. negative but getting a job was the only thing she knew yeah. so I think uh, maybe that would be a piggyback yeah, question yeah. Yeah, I talk to <laughs> yeah but but just to answer that uh, for me I was fortunate that uh, my mother was very supportive because she bought me the first soap you know we, we call it uh, pine gel mm. and she gave me her brew uh, even like sometimes when I finish Because I used to watch dustbins after school Which was around 2 So sometimes I used to finish around 7pm And I have to deliver the dustbins So she used to assist me with delivering the dustbins So for me I was fortunate that uh, My parent, my mother played uh, that role And he encouraged me to, uh, to, to, to do it That's why I'm here now can, mm. can I add? Mm. Sorry, before before you ha- you head on to because this is this is you know, this is actually so so deep for me. Like it's very important for me. Um, and these are things that you learn. You know, these are things that you learn along the way that you didn't understand because it's very easy to say. Um, again, no offense to you, you know, but it's very easy to say, parents, you are supposed to support your children first and foremost. Understand where we come from. Yeah, mm. understand where we come from. As black people It's very difficult You know My my mother still supports me My mother You know My mother says She supports me yeah. But deep inside You know Once in a while There are those subliminal jabs It would be great If you had a job You know It's like when yeah. When three months is gone And there's nothing There's no gig that's coming There's no job um, But for, for them It's like We we fought This is not them We fought So that you can have All these opportunities for you to have a job, ne? for you to have what I cannot have. Now, what was denied, what they were denied, is that fair chance to, you know, to have a, a, a um, to have that that stable sort of income and a big stable sort of income. Not not just being a cleaner, not being a teacher. You know what was what black people were supposed to do: being teachers, being nurses. You know now. All these jobs are available to us black people and you, my black child, don't want to go and be a doctor. You don't want to go and be an accountant. I dreamed of being an accountant. We fought for this. Now it's available to you and you don't want to go there. You want to go and try now and and do your own thing. First and foremost, this your own thing is something that we don't understand. When I try to explain to my mother, man, that I speak for a living, so now, Vele. <laughs> is that a job? Yeah, it's like, so, and then, Uti, Ninja, what do you say? You understand what I'm saying? It's very difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult to help, to help our black, our black parents understand what it is that we are trying to achieve when it was something that was never part of their dream structure to begin with. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, so I, I always say, look, man, I understand it. I, I, I fully understand it. As much as we, we may, we, you know, we may frown upon it. We don't understand it. We want to get upset about it, but understand where our parents come from. Sometimes you have to go and defy them if you know for a fact, because, and in fact, there's no knowing for a fact that it's going to work out for you. But mm. you do at some point have to defy for you to, you know, to chase after this dream that you believe in the most. I, look, I, I, look, I just, uh, well, I'll yeah, interject no, later I, on for now. Just, yeah, I yeah. consider myself as the lucky one yes. because my mother was, uh, she was a cleaner at a factory, mm. so I don't know why she allowed me to do entrepreneurship. Probably she saw that um, yes. the bosses make more money, mm. <laughs> so it was it was simple mm. for her to say, "Okay, start start now, learn up." Because even after graduating, I was also working on the side for a construction company. I did a leadership after matriculating for mm. a bookkeeping for um, a bookkeeping firm. So even after graduating, she just said, "Okay, you want to do entrepreneurship." Go with it. I'll support you. Amazing. Um, she didn't stop me. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm the fortunate mm. one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Blame, yeah. Do you want I, I think listening to everybody, it's, mm. it's very clear that I'm the most uneducated in this room right now. You know, you don't know that. <laughs> maybe. Like for for me, if I'm honest with you, the furthest I went in school is standard eight. That's that's my my highest level of schooling education. Uh, Bulelani was just a year above you. Is it standard yes. nine? Oh. Standard nine, yes. He'll tell his <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, that's nice. So so so, when I was when I was in standard five, my mother opened her own business, and 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 that that was the vision for me because I I quickly understood that I don't necessarily have to work for somebody to be successful. 
And there's nothing wrong with working for anybody because it's the staff that makes the business tick over. Without the staff, the business doesn't move. So in our home, um, entrepreneurship was something that we punted all the time. We spoke about it all the time. Um, when, when I started my first business, start and failed very quickly, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, but at no point did my mother say, okay, you know what? Like, I think you need to go finish your nine and 10. We might have more mm. options. It was, that, that was never ever the case because in, in, in life, just like in business, you need to fail in order to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like I always tell people, I failed my way to success. It didn't come easy. I didn't wake up one morning and, and everything was in its place. If everything was in its place after one morning, I would create new companies every week. But it takes hard work. I need to take the lessons that I learned from the last company and implement it in the new company and so mm. forth and so forth. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's something that, that I've, I, I was groomed in. It's something that was almost put in my head at a young age. Mm. And we had to just make it work. You know, like no matter how many times you fail, you get up and you go try it again. Or you try it differently this time year. Because there has to be a better way to do it. Yeah, you know, and th- and that's just that's just how it was for me. And yeah. I think that is the difference between um, because I always say there are people who are meant to be entrepreneurs, yeah. and there are people who are meant to work in an office. You know, um, there are, some people don't don't know what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Some people don't have it's a bag. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's a bug. Yeah. And if you don't have that bug, even if you're working a nine to five and you still have that bug, it will always tap. It's like that craving, the yeah. chicken wings craving. Mm. You know, it will always come. <laughs> and if, it's if cool. you don't, if you don't entertain that bug, then I feel like you won't live your purpose. But, um, it's, 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 um, the the difference between the two an entrepreneur and an, and, and a corporate worker, if I could call them that, is that as an entrepreneur, because you don't have Maybe a qualification to fall back on, or you don't have um, a corporate job or corporate experience to fall back on. You have no choice but to just make it work. Yeah, very true. Like mm. it's, it's something that I always tell everybody that asks me for advice. I tell them, I can wake up a multi-millionaire on Monday and be broke on Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. That that's the reality of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. There, there, nothing is guaranteed. Mm. You need to make it work for yourself. You need to make sure that you put the time, the effort, and everything that is needed into it. You know, we, we, we speak about, we're just talking outside about Instagram and that and how life looks perfect on Instagram. Mm. But you don't know, I might just be giving you that, the, the eight minutes of the good time of that day. Yeah. You, you don't know the rest of my day, what it, what it really was like. Mm. And, and for, as a, as an entrepreneur, that's what it's about for me. Every day we grind. You know, there's, I saw a picture once where there was a graph about eight o'clock, things are looking great. Ten o'clock, you, you, you're ready to leave everything that you started. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Every day it's a struggle. Mm. You know, and, and, and when, when you put yourself in a position where you, you have to make it work, it becomes more difficult. Mm. Because every day you need to back yourself. I think the one thing that we do wrong is, is we look around and we wait for people to, to congratulate us. You know, we, we wait for that pat on the back. We wait for that. And as soon as things go wrong and those people turn their backs on us, everything falls apart because we can't do this on our own. As entrepreneurs, you need to understand that you need to back yourself every day. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, no. And, and, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it is getting heated. Um, so, Tumi, I, I actually have a question for you. Did you, did you have to start working first to, to fund your business? How, how did you manage to fund your business? I'm still working. Oh, you're still working? Yes. So this is the, like a side hustle? It's a side hustle, mm. although I, I, it, it occupies my mind all the time. Um, so essentially what we had to do is, yes, we had to fund it out of our own pocket. Um, everything you see, we do ourselves. So the whole production, uh, production line, my cousin and I, we do together. We do our own delivery. We do our own advertising. Mm. We do everything ourselves. Um, and it is necessary uh, to do that because, you know, you need to, you need either to go, obviously, get funding or otherwise you have to, you know, grind. Uh, to, to the point of you might see me on Instagram. I didn't sleep last night because I had a presentation at work, at work this morning. I had to be here. Mm. So you have to prepare. Everything has to be done correctly. I have a, uh, a delivery this evening. It has to meet the exact standards so that the, the customer doesn't say this tastes uh, a bit different. So at all times, you have, to, you have to be consistent. And it requires actually twice as, as much um, if, if, if you think about it, if you're still working, because then, you know, 
at 6 p.m. when I get off work, my day just continues. But at the same time, the bug has bit me. It occupies my mind. It's my love. It's, 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 it's what, what's ours, you know? And it's something that I can leave for my kids that mm. they can say it was nothing and now it's something. So mm. that's what drives us and that's what keeps us going to mm. say that even if it requires us to, from time to time, miss, you know, kids' parties and miss, um, you know, cool things. At least we're building something and, and, you know, over time we hopefully will see, you know, it grow on its own as well. Yeah. And support us. Yeah. So, so when are you going to take the leap? Because I think you, you and me are, are actually in, 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 in the, the same, same space. Yes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, nine to five and then having your business yeah. on the side, which makes it so much hard because, um, um, I, I have a, a ritual. I have a 4 a.m. thing that I yes. do and you wake up at 4 a.m. to catch up on your business. Yes. And then you get ready for work. You go to work. But even in between, you know, um, sometimes you use their resources just to, to push your, your side thing. Um, but, but when do you feel would be the right time to take that leap and actually go into business and be like your, your tepos and planes and wookies of tomorrow? Okay. So. Uh, TD, that's my, that's my, my partner. <laughs> and I have, have said, we've given ourselves a year that one of us will be working full time for Basu to Heart. I'm not sure how we're going to determine who. I think we might do ching chong ching. <laughs> we might, you know, but we are, that is the, that is our, our goal. That's our dream that at least one of us should be working full time for the business. And then over the year that follows, the other one should also join. It's a high volume, uh, business. So it will require a lot from us, uh, to secure in the next year. Uh, many orders which will, which will then sustain the one person while the other one kind of transforms as well into, into, um, into full time mm. entrepreneurship. So that's the dream and that's what we're working towards. Okay. Can I just yes. uh, give a quick advice? Mm. This is something that I wish I knew, um, before I said, you know what? I'm going to business full time. Um, so basically it's an advice to you. Uh, I'd advise you to have like, you know your 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 uh monthly living expenses yeah. so can you please maybe like try before you leave save maybe living expenses for 36 months because this is something that we are not um people don't tell us because business is hard maybe at work you get like your 20,000 you can be able to cover your monthly expenses when you get into business it's a different story yeah. like on a month you can go maybe 6 months without um revenue go 6 months without sales so now it's better to say for for you to when you want to leave your 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 job just save for like 36 months so that you know for three years, I'm covered. I, I, I know my car won't be repossessed. That's why a lot of business people, they commit suicide sometimes. They go into depression. It's, it's mm. those things. Your car is, is repossessed. Your house is repossessed. But if you have those savings, you know you're good. Oh, I wish, I wish yes, 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 yes. There's, there, there, there's actually a campaign and I'll tell you guys about it after, after, after we're done and that Standard Bank just launched. It's called My Fearless Next mm. where they are looking for entrepreneurs like yourself, Dumi, who, who are working full time and, and have side hustles, you know. So they, they give you like a year salary, um, to cover your, those expenses that Seppo is talking about so that you can focus on, on your business so it's it, it's it may be something to consider yes. and um i i mean uh blaine i want to mm. come to you I, I can't believe we're actually running out of time <laughs> <laughs> um to to those do you feel that um tepo says save for 36 months there are so many people and i think it's a it's actually a national or a global thing there's so many entrepreneurs that have that fear of of quitting their jobs because of financial um to get into to to the business you know but the bag is there the bag is there and they've got the passion and they know that you know what is faith enough Mm. It's faith enough to just say, you know what, I've got faith in myself, I've got faith in my business, and I'm going to jump and I'm going to take the leap and go. What advice would you give to those to those people? Uh, it's very simple, you know. Like, look, I'll, I'll be honest. Thirty six months is a long time. It's I a long so like three years. Like, it's a it's a long <laughs> no, time. Yeah, no, I was just saying maybe like you get your bonus, you know, yeah. your monthly expense, so you put them on the side so that no, 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 you know, you're yeah. covered for no, thirty six yeah, no. months. I hear you. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Look, look for me. I I feel like you you shouldn't really rush it. You know, don't rush. You know, sometimes we do things at the, on the spur of the moment mm. because we feel like my heart is here. 
this is where my life is this is what i need to be doing but we don't really see the bigger picture you know when 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 you're young you you don't have a family you don't have you don't have a rest you don't have a dog you have nothing to look after it's very easy <laughs> to just run out and go start a business but when you have a family it, the the dynamics are different you know you you have things that you need to really look after um i believe when you have a business you need to see some revenue you need you the revenue needs to be seen before you can make a decision that this is where i'm pulling out of my full time job 3 years would be great Hmm. you know but realistically speaking a year after hmm. after a year if you can see things aren't really moving in the right direction pull up that cv you can you, you know you you can add managerial duties <laughs> to your to your your, your description <laughs> but yeah so so you take your time don't rush it make make sure that you have the backing that you need because sometimes as an entrepreneur it's a lonely lonely road hmm. i'm telling you right now You know when 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 you when you start questioning yourself you start questioning your business there's there's so many things that can go wrong in that moment mm. so take your time make sure you have a proper plan in place make sure that your plan is is is, is looking after you for at least 12 months take it from there there's no need to rush mm. make sure that money is coming in before you can say mm. I'm out all right so um vuki There are so many young people mm. that uh, want to get into entrepreneurship, that want to follow their passion, that want to use their talent in order for them to get paid. Um are you doing in your capacity? Are you doing something to empower young people or and and what advice would you give these young people? Okay. Um so I I believe a lot in in mentorship, you know? I believe a lot in mentorship, but I don't I don't believe I'm I'm almost sort of I I love to take that one at a time, you know, so that I can assist them as best as I can to the best of my ability when it comes to the information that I have as well as resources. I think like I said, if you have an ability, you have a responsibility. In the same breath, when you make it, again you have a responsibility so before i give the advice to the people that are trying to come up i'm going to try and give the advice now to the people that are up there to go and take some people that are down there you don't have to pull them up directly and how but just that information something that is very very amiss when it comes to a whole lot of really really so not available to us either that or we're just not willing to google the right stuff you know we live in an information age but ironically enough especially for us black people information is not available i will tell you especially when it comes to me i <laughs> i'm a public speaker right and when i started off the 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 thing that i wanted to be was a motivational speaker na and a lot of the time that is what our black people want to do if you have the ability to speak and because of you know your background oh man i tried my best and i made it out and i want i i have an ability i want to go and speak the first thing that you think of is to go and be a motivational speaker that or a lecturer that is the information that is available to us so i started and then i get into this motivational speaking stuff and fortunately i was fortunate enough to get a mentor by the name of mpomoloko when i got in there man it was a whole different world It was a whole different world. You get in there, you're charging your motivational speaker type fee, what you think you're supposed to be getting, and then you get there and you learn that people are charging them a 50k for like 30 minutes, not because they are motivational speakers, but because they understood that they have to first come up with a product. They need to package this product that they have. So what is going to be so different about you? What is it that you are selling? Who is it that you are selling it to? That's one of the first lessons that you get into when you get into business or, 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 or entrepreneurship, your target market. What is your target market? What is the product that you are selling and how are you going to sell and market it? So it's very important that you firstly understand what it is that you are trying to sell. You want to get into into anything as a matter of fact you're a musician um so i'm just going to use get paid off of anything as long as you can put some value add on that thing so what is the value add what are you adding what is the value that is required that can ultimately generate some revenue for you 
how is it that I can be a forex trader? And the reason why a lot of people don't like forex traders and don't trust forex traders is because they themselves saw a gap. There is no information. Hmm. So because they are too lazy to get information, I can, I, I know that because we don't know and because we are gullible enough not to go and research it. Do you understand? So, Understand what it is that you are selling. Find a gap in the market. Again, it's one of the things that they tell you when you get into business school or when you study your, you know, your ear, your, your economic management sciences. What is it that you are selling? Who is it that you are selling it to? And what kind of value are you adding? A lot of us are out there trying to sell vests to Eskimos. The best vests that are available, but nobody is trying to buy that vest because it's cold. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm trying yeah. to say? So we need to firstly understand what it is that we are selling, who it is that we are selling it to. Come up, come up with something that is going to be, you don't, you know, you don't, you actually don't necessarily have to be best at it. Mm. Ultimately, you can become it, but you don't have to be the best to start. You know, you have to get to a point where you can say, so I've got an ability or I've got this thing that I want to sell. Here's how I'm going to sell it differently. Yeah. A lot of people are making it that much more because they're selling it cheaper or they are selling it in, in bits and pieces because they understand that if I sell it in bits and pieces, I'll be coming back more. Mm. Do you understand? So I don't know if I answered your question. I've got you so did. much to say. Yeah, you've got um, a lot to say, but I'm going yes. to, I need you to pause I'm going because to pause. I want you to actually close off with, with the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about it. Uh, we, we actually have seven minutes and I need to close and I really don't want to close because I love this discussion. So I want you guys to just, uh, for 30 seconds, give us your contact details where people can reach you and then, and then just give us some, some, some advice to those people that are listening, those young entrepreneurs that are listening. I'll start with you, Tepo. Okay, ma'am. Um, our social media handles on, um, Twitter, it's TMMBS underscore accounting. Um, Instagram, it's tweet, um, no. It's on, on Twitter, it's TMMBS underscore accounting. Instagram, TMMBS underscore accountants. On Facebook, it's TMMBS accountants. We're based at 90 Ravonia Road, um, just here in Senton. Um, obviously, if you need assistance with your taxes, financial statements, management accounts, you can contact us. And um, a word of advice to entrepreneurs is to say, love, love what you do, embrace failure, and be persistent in your journey. Awesome. Yeah. Do me. Okay, um, so my word of advice would just be, um, you know, dream big. Don't be scared to share your ideas. Ideas are everywhere. We tend to be selfish with our ideas, thinking that people will steal them, but actually they are already out there. Let's share. Let's let us grow each other. And you, you know, you'll be surprised. You'll get support from the, the, the places you least expect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just go out there. If you feel like you might be, you know, getting the bug, try it out. You know, what do you have to lose? Maybe a couple of bucks, but really, what do you have to lose? Um, in terms of how you can get a hold of us, uh, basutuhat.com is our website. We're also on Instagram. It's basutuhatcraft. Uh, we're on Twitter at basutuhat and also on Facebook, basutuhat. And that's heart as in belo heart, the one, mm. you know. And where can people buy buy the ginger beer so you can order from us directly we do kind of a, a milkman delivery thing on saturdays um so we do that for bulk orders from 12 uh, bottles upwards around Joburg north we do that and you can also uh, actually go into jackson's real food market in brineston or in kyalami they have it selena's in parkhurst have it uh, if you are in Linden, Craft Beer Library have it, as well as uh, Yield Cafe, also in Linden. And um, in uh, Midrand, you can go to Foghound Cafe. It's available there. Or once again, if you go to our website, you will be directed to all, to all the stores that have us. Okay. Okay. Look, so, so for me, it's very simple. Like for those that are listening, those that want to be entrepreneurs, I want to tell you it's not easy, but it's worth it. When it comes off, you're going to look back and you're going to smile at everything that broke your heart one day. You know, every day you need to make sure you make it worth it. You need to make sure that every moment of every day you're fighting for what you want. Don't slack. Don't sit and and, and you're watching reruns of soapies at 10 o'clock in the morning and you call yourself an entrepreneur. 
Make sure you're out there. Make sure you're breaking down doors. Make sure that you, you, you're fighting to meet with people that can push, that can advance your career or your business. That's what you need to do. Don't sit on your behind and think that it's going to fall on your lap. Nothing falls on your lap without you pushing for it. Mm. For those that want to get hold of me, you can find me only on Instagram, um, Blaine Don J. If I spell that, B L A I N E D O N J. Awesome. Mm, only uh, on Instagram, friend. Hey, Twitter is hey. a rough nation, eh? It is. <laughs> like, stay away from Black Twitter. <laughs> All right. Um, so let me start with information. Hmm. Info at vukilamini.com is where you can email me. Uh, I can be found on all social platforms, social media platforms, which Facebook, it's Vuki Zamini or Vuki Al Zamini. Uh, hey, guys, I've reached 5,000 followers, so I can't, I can't accept Yay. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can, you can also follow me on Instagram, which is Vuki Zam, at Vuki Zamini, as well as on Twitter at Vuki Zamini as well. So, awesome. can I close it off with the two minutes? Yes, but I want to introduce you. Ladies and gentlemen, giving us our word for today is the King Kong of public speaking, hashtag motivational bay. (laughs) Mr. Vukid Lamini. Thank you. So given the month, I think it's only fitting that I say thank you. Yes, thank you to heroes like the youth of 76 who took the bullet stones and sticks that subsequently allowed for me to sit in multiracial classrooms and even holler at the white chicks. Yeah, I'll forever be grateful for that. <laughs> you achieved and paved the way, but now allow for me to let my generation know that yes, you were victorious, but it's a long walk to freedom and by no means is this war over. No, it's not over. I'm here to make some soldiers. You see, it's not over yet. We cannot stop striving yet. We aren't thriving yet. Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you to stick around. I promise you that after all of this, you will love the drive that you get. I said it's not over. I'm here to make some soldiers You see we still at war Yeah we are still at war But now it's in a war against the lowest common denominator Me, myself and I Yes me, myself and I I, I'm not pretty enough I don't have what it takes And now I do No way I'm lifting those weights I got little shoulders It's not over It's a war against I'm still too young The timing wasn't right And no way on the weekend I can afford to stay sober It's a war against YOLO it's a war against YOLO, against not wanting to play your favorite sport like water polo because now I told me they're going to see portions of my hip and my butt nowhere. Yo, you see, those are the wars that we need to conquer first before we can even lay a dent on issues such as hunger, poverty, racism, and that stupid one, xenophobia. Brother, he looks just like you. So thank you. Yes, thank you to heroes like the youth of 76 who took the bullet stones and sticks that subsequently allowed for me to sit in multiracial classrooms and even holler at the white chick. Man, I love white chicks. Thank you. It's thanks to you that my fears and inability to act are not a trait but just a hiccup. You see, the ball that I dropped off picked up. I want to change the world. Allow for me to firstly do so by sharing with you the six-ups. Wake up, shut up, show up, stay up, never give up and live up. I told you to stick around. I'm Vuki Zamini. Look now, your soul just got tipped up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was awesome. Bulalani, did you just come and say goodbye? Um, from me, uh, to, oh, he doesn't want to say goodbye. Okay, from myself and Bulalani, thank you, thank you so much. It was such a great and awesome show today. Thank you, you guys, an inspiration to us, an inspiration to a lot of young people out there. And I will say, in the words of Bulalani, to everybody out there, get things done yes. we are out and we'll see you next week this is cliffcentral.com